If you're a cannabis business owner looking to expand into new markets and need guidance and support you can trust, consider Collateral Base, a group that has done it before in multiple merit-based and limited market states. Collateral Base was founded by an experienced cannabis attorney with highly educated consultants with master's degrees and years of experience in the cannabis industry. The Collateral Base team is confident they know cannabis licensing better than any of their peers. And I encourage you to see for yourself. It just takes one phone call. If you're ready to expand your cannabis business into new limited markets, contact Collateral Base today at 309-306-1095. That's 309-306-1095. Or visit collateralbase.com. Hey, music lovers. The Cannamom Show podcast, in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars, is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at LampkinGuitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's a hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. For the past three years, like so many other humans on planet Earth, I've struggled financially. And every time I thought, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to make this work, someone showed up in my life at the right time and the right place. Maybe they needed my skills for a project, or they reminded me of a time that I'd shown up for them, and as a thank you, gifted me monetarily when I needed it most. Not having the things I've needed over the past few years has been painful, stressful, sometimes embarrassing, and oftentimes like a prison sentence. But through leaning into my conscious awareness, I've come to recognize the gifts of this season of lack in my life. Not being able to take care of everything myself forced me into this uncomfortable place of being vulnerable and honest about my struggles, learning to ask for help, and staying high-vibe, focused, and faithful in the midst of uncertainty. Sure, at any point, I could have thrown in the towel on my dreams and gone back to some corporate marketing gig. I still could, but I left that because it was robbing my soul. 
So I continue to double down on living an inspired life, whatever that looks like in the moment. As a result, I've had friends showing up for me because they believe in my message, they believe in my dreams, and they value the light that I shine into the world. So if you're not actively supporting your dreams, this podcast is for you. It's also for anyone feeling overworked, underpaid, and underappreciated. And lots of folks I know are feeling that pressure. Continuing to hustle harder while making less money and having no free time, we all know it's not a sustainable way to live. And it's certainly not inspiring. (laughs) But you know it is. Being surrounded by people who love and believe in you and want your highest good. That's what's so beautiful to me about the friend economy. I gift what I do best to the people who need it, who in turn gift me with what comes easily and joyfully to them. My hope is that this podcast will inspire you to clean up your network and show up with a giving heart. Like everything else in the world right now, we have to bring community back into what we're doing. Consciously seeking humanity and seeing a piece of ourselves in every person that we work with and every stranger we meet. That's a pillar of the friend economy. Living less online and more in real life, getting your hands dirty in the garden, cleaning up your neighborhood, and doing the sometimes messy work of relationship repair. Being in truth and in love with those people that you're building things with, whether or not that's a business, a friendship, marriage, or family. If you can't be in truth, then what are you doing? What's the fucking point? And hey, if somebody drives you crazy, listen. Pay attention. What in the world are you trying to learn from them? Because you came here to learn lessons just like me, and it's no accident that the people that aggravate us are the people that aggravate us. And if you see someone in your community that needs support and you don't know how you might help, shh, get still, sit in reflection, ask your God or your higher self, how can I be a light in my community? How can I be of highest service? It could be helping one person at a time. It might be teaching a workshop or sharing your art. We're all unique, powerful creators, and when we consciously co-create in our communities, everything gets better. Which brings me to a word from our sponsor, MJ Relief, the muscle rub I co-created with my bestie, PhD formulation scientist, Monica Vielpondo. MJ Relief is CBD-infused to address personal aches and pains. Our challenge was to choose an entourage of ingredients, all with anti-inflammatory, pain-relieving, and or skin-soothing qualities. And here's the kicker. Our MJ Relief works just as well or better than competing CBD topicals with exponentially higher amounts of CBD and higher price tags. MJ is strong enough for performance athletes and gentle enough for sensitive skin. Explore our formulation and support your body and my small business at mjskinrelief.com. You'll always save 10% using promo code CASUALLYBAKED, all one word, at checkout. That's mjskinrelief.com. 
Promo code CASUALLYBAKED. And if you're listening on your phone, scroll down in the podcast app you're using to see the episode notes where you'll find links to this offer and more from other Casually Baked partner brands. Shopping podcast affiliates is a win-win because you saving money on the things you want supports the production of this show. Just another example of the friend economy in action. Now, my blood and soul sister, Crystal Nuding, joins me for today's chat about the importance of high-vibe living and finding peace, inspiration, and abundance in your everyday experience. So smoke them if you got them and settle in. It's time to get casually baked. It's high time. We had a high time together. Together. Hello, sister. Hi, sister. How are you? I'm good. Um, there you are. You're my housemate. I know. And I'm I like meeting it. you on the podcast. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah. I made her breakfast this morning so she would have a full stomach ready to talk. All right. At the beginning of this week, I went to one of our mutual friends' place in comfort and was just working from a different location, giving you a break from me and, (laughs) you know, giving you and Dion your house back for a minute. And it was such a refreshing place to work. And it was something that she so easily gifted me and something that I couldn't afford to do had I gone on Airbnb and try to find a place like this. And so I was just like driving home, enjoying the technical two-lane drive through the hill country and just really appreciating that time as well and, and started thinking about how I've been surviving over the last several years and the friend economy popped into my head and I'm like, yeah, I've surrounded myself with really fucking good people. And if it weren't for this network of friends that I've created, I don't know how I would have survived the last three years. And I got to talk about this. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, you sister, we have been in the trenches of this together for a while. And so I just wanted to talk about what it means to create your own um, circle that can feed your soul and your pocketbook and all the people that we know that are feeling the same feeling of overworked and underpaid and, and how we can move through that, find the beauty in all of it and get through on the other side and have this friend economy booming in our lives. I love it. And I love that you brought this up because this has been something that I have been trying to develop and create in my own, in our community, because you're here now, because I hate social media. I don't like it. I don't want to be online. I don't want to encourage others to be online. I'm trying to figure out how can I create more individual and conscious connections with people around me. And so when you said that friend economy, I'm like, absolutely, absolutely. I've already had the experience of that here in Lockhart. And even, I mean, I know people across the world and across, you know, the state. So we already have the beginnings 
of this friend economy. We just have to recognize that it's there and learn to develop it. And I'm actually also excited because I feel like I'm going to get to share my conscious creator process that created this whole idea of a friend economy that you're now wanting to talk about and put on your podcast, because I've been asking for this, not knowing how it was going to come, not knowing what it was going to be, but I have been asking and moving my energy around everything that comes up. So I was thinking this morning, I'm really excited to share the process, like just so people can understand, like conscious creators don't get what they want all the time, like, but they use what they don't want to guide them toward how to get what they want. And so this is fantastic, perfectly timed and very needed. Thank you so much for thinking of it and bringing it up and having a platform that we can talk about it together with each other and then share that with other people so that we can begin growing these really thoughtful, open, open-hearted, good people connections with the ones that we know. And then because those good people know other good people. So it's yeah. just like we can make this a real thing. Yes. Much a more multiplier. Real. Yes. So the dream of having your own business or, you know, not working the nine to five, doing it your way, you know, there are downsides to choosing the <laughs> life that I have chosen and the one that you've chosen. And we're in the hustle. And it's like, I have to redefine the hustle because I'm exhausted. And so at the end of the year, a few messages kept getting put in my face, reminding me that work is play was the motto that I set out to live when I quit my job, gave away my shit and moved to Italy back in 2012. And so I'm like, I got to get back to this work is play thing. And we're all programmed to hustle. And I have a side hustle. And when people ask me, I call it a side hustle. And I'm like, how do we get away from this? Because the hustle is the downside of entrepreneurship. Yes. Yes. When I was left my job right before <laughs> COVID, I realized, and I had been knowing because we went through stage four breast cancer with Dion, and I was just doing the work because I needed the money and not because the work was feeding my soul. It was just affording me to live. And then um, beyond my choice, I got extricated from that position, which is the universe saying, okay, you're ready, go. And I'm clinging, oh my God, are you sure? Um, but yes, absolutely. And from that moment, I knew that I couldn't go back. I knew I couldn't go back. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to do this thing that my heart tells me to do. And so it's not the easiest choice to make. And you don't always have the support that you need because people think you should go out and do the same crap that they're doing. And I'm like, mm, if that's okay for you, then you enjoy doing that. But I, I can no longer live in that reality. So that's when we began creating this, this work and figuring out how I can do my work my way in a sustainable way that fills my heart and soul to the point that I can overflow that to the people around me. So that's ultimately what everyone should be doing, no matter what it is that they do. And even if you don't have a calling or this thing that you have to share, like the, the brilliance of cannabis and its effects in our lives, or like consciousness, 
the ability to create your reality by the way you respond to what's happening to you. Maybe you don't have those big things that you know you have to do, but ah, being peaceful, being healthy, being happy and shining your light as bright as you can shine it. That's, that's your job. That's what we all came here to do. And we've gotten confused because we've been programmed into believing that we have to go to work for someone else and do something else even when we hate it, because we got to have that money to do those things that we want. Get that just, bread. Oh my God, bless us, everyone. So <laughs> here's to waking up from this fucking slave matrix that we're living in and doing what feeds our soul. Because the more of us that do that, the easier it is to do it. And the more people are like, I, I think I want to do that. That looks really good. Yeah. It feels good. And, you know, whenever you are trying to break out of that and like, what what would that look like for me? I think it's first and foremost, you know, evaluating your circle. I was driving home and when I started thinking about this idea of the friend economy and started playing back in my head over the course of the past three years, how has this shown up in my life? And whether or not that was the handful of people that randomly had a good month or, you know, had had a good conversation with me and could hear the struggle in my voice and just Venmoing me money because they could and telling me that they believed in me. You know, that's a friend economy moment. And, yeah. you know, going from paying $2,300 a month <laughs> in Oakland to have a recording studio to now being here in good Danny's being somebody who's a set of eyeballs that are on his street and can run errands or do whatever and having a completely trade deal because I'm adding value to him in a way that's important when he's not here. And, you know, like you can't, financially do all the things that you want to do as an entrepreneur without getting creative. And for me, it's like, okay, I can't keep hustling. There's not enough hours in the day for me to continue to take on the things that I need to take on in order to keep growing my business and moving up. And I can't work more jobs. So yep. now what? It's finding opportunities to give my gift to people. And then you start receiving your ass off. Yes. And we have to stop looking at action in terms of production. Like you can do the most productive work, but if it's killing you, it's not productive. If you feel good about what you're doing and are heart bursted and enjoying it, then it's good for you. Or if you know it's the right thing, if you know it's what you want to do, then that's a good thing. But if you are miserable and you are not liking it, it does not matter how much action you take. It's going to take so much longer and be so much more difficult doing those actions that are hard and taking a moment and recognizing that you have the choice. You have the ability to move your energy around things and focus on what you're doing in a way that can inform you clearly like, OK, yes, I do want to do this. I can relax and breathe and I can do it. I can totally do this. Or <gasps> that's not for me. I got, I have to do something different. And it's as simple as that. And when you make that decision, so many things show up. So many things show up. 
Because when you do it the other way and you are low vibe, then the product is low vibe and then it doesn't feel good to other people and then they don't want it. And Nobody wants to touch that shit. Yep, exactly. Because vibration is real. Energy is real. Like peace is the new wealth. Because if you have peace, then you have clarity. Then you can move yourself throughout your life in a way that benefits you and others. Yeah. Whereas you make we solid micro choices. Absolutely. Every day. Easy peasy. No problem. You know, and I think that's a, another piece of it. When I talk about the micro choices, it's also being in truth in those micro choices and those little conversations within your community. You know, you're not doing yourself any favors when somebody says, how are you? And you just say, oh, I'm fine. You're not being real. You're not being open. You're not being vulnerable to let in the things that you need. And if we can't be truthful and say how we really are and ask for what we really need and want, then why are we doing it in the first place? So encouraging yourself and your people to be real and tell you the truth, because that's, that's when we can get in there and do the work and help each other. We got to know what our tribe needs. Yes. So I was thinking about ultimately what we need as business owners. We need to bring money in so that we can put our products and services and, you know, and, and pay all the people. And so I was thinking about ways within a friend economy that we pay each other. And, you know, I was having a conversation with someone here in town the other evening and was saying like, you know, that I was doing this trade deal for my MJ skin line. You know, I don't have $35,000 right now to finish the line, but I know what that company needs. And so I'm offering my branding and marketing services in exchange for finishing my line. That's a huge trade. That's a lot of work on both of our part, but we both see the value in doing it. So I'm talking about this deal and my friend says, yeah, I just want to get paid. I want to do business with my friends, but I want to pay you and then I want you to pay me. And I totally get that. So, you know, there's trade, but then there's also just using each other's services, you know, yeah. leaning on the people within your community and giving reviews. Like, yeah. you know, if you use somebody's product or service, I mean, immediately ask them how you can share that experience. You know, in this freaking digital world that we get forced to live in, those reviews are everything. Google cares more about the reviews and the activity on your website than you do liking a picture on my Instagram page. Yeah. Well, They're, and that is, that's part of this whole friend economy is, okay, I recognize that you need my services and you can't afford this. This is what I go through all the time. Give me a review. Donate what you can. Tell your friends, because this is ultimately what we want. I want to be healthy and happy. I want the people around me to be healthy and happy. All of them, not just some of them, all of them. So I want to share what I know that has helped me be healthy and happy. And so then offering that to whoever else, and then their job is to pay it forward and in the way of a testimonial or a donation or telling somebody else. And that is what I have been experiencing is that I have 
people who have worked with me who tell other people you need to work with her. Like, and that is wonderful for me because that's real. That's what I want. I have in my not wanting to be on social media, I'm just like, okay, as a conscious creator, what do I want? I want to share my gift. I want to share what I know. I want to share my peace, the peace that I feel in the heart and the clarity that I can come to in my mind, even in difficult situations. I want to share that. And so how do I want to share that? Well, word of mouth. Honestly, like that's what I want. I want to help you. And then I want you to say, holy shit, you've got to talk to this girl because that's what I want to be on social media is to draw you out of everything that I'm trying to get you into. I'm trying to make you live in your body and feel how it feels to think what you think and to focus in the way that you focus. So you'll know whether this is helping you or not helping you. So word of mouth is my dream because I don't want constant engagement with technology. So then here we are, like, how do I make this happen? And it is just this, this friend economy and connecting with people who also have the goods, have the, you know, Jen, who is someone that I've met through your podcast, um, that she does bright side organics on Etsy and she's fantastic. And it's like, I'm happy to share her information with other people that are wanting to buy, you know, organic soaps and lotions and bath bombs and all that yummy stuff, candles that we want. Um, and so sharing that, I mean, that was, that was one of the gifts that I received from you was her as a client. And she has gotten the benefit of what I have to offer and, and she has wonderful things to offer herself. So it really can work. And all we have to do is move the energy around, which is what I've been doing. Like you feel like everybody, oh, like social media, you have to, you have to, that's just where you have to do it these days. It hurts in my chest to hear that, to feel that, to think that. And I'm like, okay, that just can't be because this doesn't feel good. So that means that's not yeah. right. Yeah. <sighs> well, and the the other thing about social media is that it's so transactional and it's just one little dopamine hit at a time. It's just like <laughs> this, I don't know, it makes my stomach hurt even talking about it. But then when you go out in real life, and you make connections. You know, yesterday I was editing for my writer's group. That was later in the afternoon. And I was sitting at Loop and Lil's editing, having lunch. And I got ready to leave. And I noticed someone that I'm not really good friends with. But I've met her now through the restaurant. We've seen each other. We know each other. She knows you and Dion. And, and she needed to talk. She needs somebody to hold space. I sat down and we did something for each other that we both needed that wouldn't have happened if I would have passed by her and just said, hey, have a good day. Bye. Good to see you. You know, but like looking at her and hi, how are you? And her asking me, well, you can sit down if you want to. And I'm like, yeah, accept the invitation. Sit down. Yeah. Have these in real life moments. Yeah. And, you know, we ended up exchanging phone numbers and she messaged me a thank you later that day for being with her and holding space. And I mean, that's what we need right now. We're, you know, overworked, underpaid, overstimulated online, feeling unworthy of, you know, everybody's 
insta-perfect life that they're putting yeah. out there. And it's just like, it's all so gross and we all just need to get real with it's each other. Bullshit. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Bless us, everyone. And, you know, people, if you enjoy that, if it's good for you, carry on. But if it's not, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Dion this morning. I just had a flash and it was like a few weeks ago, I was getting some allergies and I was starting to get a little nose itchy and my eyes were watering and, and I felt myself want to be sick for just like a flash. And I was like, whoa, I don't want that. But then I realized I'm tired. I just want to lay down. And then I was so I thought rethought about that this morning. And I was like, isn't it interesting how we want an excuse to do what we want instead of just wanting what the fuck we want and wanting it? I need I need them to cheat on me so I can leave or I need to get sick so I can rest or I need them to treat me poorly at work so I can quit. And it's just like we don't have to do that. It's OK to want what you want. You just have to relax and allow yourself the moment to come to that realization. And that comes through like being peaceful in your body because then you can be like, Oh, I need a nap. I don't want to get sick. I just need a nap. We don't have to go through the crap that our mind is like, Oh, because we've seen it so clearly on our TV played out in front of us in a million different terrible ways, how to handle every fucking situation that ever was. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like, that's what we know. That's the, oh, that's the easiest way to get out of something. It's let somebody do something to you so you can get out. And it's just like, why don't we just learn to embody our own spirit and realize that we're here for our own purpose and move forward confidently in the direction of what we want, no matter what anyone else is doing. Well, and that's about being in truth with one another. You know, sometimes we're afraid that, you know, our truth and, and what we want, that it doesn't serve this other person or they don't um, agree, you know, their truth isn't our truth. But if if we're speaking truth with loving kindness, then it's okay. And polarity is good. Yeah. We need to have people in our circle that don't think like us. Exactly. We need to have people in our circle that are bringing up different perspectives that make us bristle a little bit and think. Yeah. And you know, and a lot of times people shy away from doing business with their friends because they're afraid of, I don't want to damage my friendship, but don't let it. If, if you are showing up with loving yeah. kindness and being in truth, when, when things aren't working out the way you thought they were going to, or, you know, the contract isn't being followed, you just have the conversation and yeah. you pivot, you do whatever yeah. you need to do, but don't not work with your friends. That's stupid. Yeah. Unless you don't like them and then they're exactly. really not your friend anyway. So, well, and you know what? So thing. here's the deal. This is the conscious creator way of working with their friends. You move the energy around everything that you feel. If you feel good about it, do it. If it feels weird, sit with yourself and say, is it because it wasn't my idea? What is because this is what happens to me all the time. I'll be like, oh, I want to do this. And then someone else comes in. It's like, OK, this is what we're going to do. And I'm like, want that wasn't my idea then like the more I think about it the more I I'm like oh my god that is way better than what I thought about so it's just being willing to shift the way that you're thinking about something and that always comes with finding peace in your body and then your mind opens up and it's like you know what I would love to work with them or actually 
we're just on different wavelengths. And so I'm going to let this one go and I'm not going to be worried about it. And I'm not going to be upset about it. It's like everything that's supposed to happen is going to happen period or else something else would happen. And then our job as conscious creators is to respond in a way that is going to move us in the next step towards what we want and not further down the road of whatever this trauma drama thing that's happened in front of us is. And it's so easy. Well, it's, it's easy. It's simple simple. that it's hard to do. You know what? It's, it's depending upon how locked in, in your mind you are with the problem. Like, well, the more you practice, the more you practice, the easier it gets. It's like, you know, when a screw's rusted or something, you know, you got to lubricate it a little bit, figure (laughs) it out. It'll get easier. But, you know, part of, part of it too, for me is celebrating other people's wins. You know, when you're in the thick of it and you need a win really bad, go out and celebrate your friends, go celebrate everybody else's wins because that raises your vibration, which magnetizes you to that, that you want even more and celebrating their success. And then if they're where you are, visualize both of you in your success. Well, and when you see success around you, recognize that it's an indicator that it's coming for you. So when we see that and not be jealous of it, but be like, yeah, all right, here it comes. That's fantastic because it ripples and rolls. Um, One of my clients the other day said, she watches Mythbusters and there was one about the yawn and is it contagious? Is it really contagious? Do you have to see or whatever? And so they had like this trailer all situated with these rooms that were um, soundproof. You couldn't see or hear. And one person yawned and then everybody in the whole place yawned. And that was, she said, I was falling asleep and I just said, Crystal, (laughs) like that is energy moving. She recognized it. She saw it. It was like this one person moved that energy and then it just rippled through the whole building. So if we are constantly bringing ourselves into a place of peace and calm, ah, it ripples out around us. Hmm. And then, then what? We all enjoy ourselves and have a great time. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. And that that is what the friend economy says to me, is that we're coming together. We're offering like people that you trust. Like, I trust you. You trust me. I wouldn't share somebody's information that I didn't trust, that I didn't know for sure would be helpful to you. So that's what we have. And so we can take our experiences and who we've worked with and the things that we know to be true and say, you know what? This really helped me, really worked for me. I want to just offer you the opportunity to find out if it works for you as well. So it is beautiful and super exciting because it's already happening. It's already happening around us. Oh my gosh, there is a healing center. My friend Angela and her husband are opening a healing center. So hum, so well here in Lockhart, that's going to be a space for us, you know, to do these kind of things. So be an apothecary and all kinds of natural healing things in a place for community, for conscious creators, for people who are into health and wellness, who are into high vibe living, who want to be of service to the world. Like it is a place and this is all happening. Yeah. I I mean, it wasn't happening last year. Like it all came together. Actually, 2022 is when I started meeting these people. But before that, it, it wasn't. So we have to know that as we 
point ourselves in the direction of that wonderful thing that we want and that we know that's going to serve all of humanity and just keep breathing, shake it off. It's difficult. I mean, we do deal with stuff that is upsetting and, and stressful, and but it's okay because we have, first of all, our own connection, which is what I'm constantly preaching, your connection so that you know what you need to do. And then from there, all of a sudden you just notice, boom, 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 tribe showing up that you hadn't had before. And you know you're moving to that next level when those people show up for you. So that's yeah. very exciting. Um, I have to rave for a second about a phone call I got on Sunday, I guess. A former guest on the show reached out to me and said that his father had shared the podcast that he and I recorded together with the family over the holidays. And half of the family is, you know, not cannabis friendly. I think really conservative. I don't think they'd had much of a relationship for a long time. And, and he said that one of his relatives picked up the phone and called him and said, I am so proud of you. I, you know, like I had no idea. I had no idea how expansive your work is and how many lives you're touching. And I'm just so proud of you. And they, started talking and she's binging my show and <laughs> and she's going to hear this and know who who she is and he just said I'm so grateful to you how can I help you and support your business yeah and I'm like that's the fucking friend economy right there yep huh so anyway it felt so good it makes me teary eyed yes and, you know, that's when you know you're doing the work you're supposed to do in the world. And so when we can keep our vibration up and not get sucked into the hustle, yeah. then we're more magnetic. Yeah. You know, instead of wanting to curl up and, and take the nap, though I do take a nap every day. Mm. They're very that's important. <laughs> but being able to stay excited about what I'm doing so that when mm. I do get to my evening job waiting tables instead of being cranky i get to tell people that i'm an entrepreneur and that i'm busting my butt to build my dream and i get to serve them dinner tonight what would they like <laughs> yeah i love it we need more fulfillment in our lives and that doesn't come from social media or substance it comes from experience and I think that's that's where we're headed in a lot of ways and i think this friend economy idea is just the natural progression of coming back to the land of living a regenerative life of being able to sustain ourselves not only with the the work and the love and the life that we have but also the receiving of the benefit of the value that you've given out so it has to, it has to happen because there's people like us that are thinking about it and focusing on it and really interested in making the world a better place, period. And over the course of the seven years that I've done this, there are more and more people waking up every day. And so it's just like the snowball is mm -hmm. rolling. Like it is do your part, like 
blow it up. But the <laughs> thing is, like, we've been in such a mentality, this Western mentality of consumption. Yeah. And so for a really long time, I was exhausted because I just felt like people were taking from me, like, you know, I need more, more. Where are you? Where's the video? I want this. Like, there's only one show every other week now. I want one show a week. And, you know, and just feeling Mm -hmm. like I'm being devoured by people and being able to shift and to like, okay, I'm giving something. And if I can give this in a way that feels good and I'm, I'm doing it on my terms when I want to, like, I don't know anybody's shit. Yeah. I tell myself that a lot when I'm like, Oh, I have 20 text messages and 10,000 emails. I don't know anybody's shit. So when I'm inspired, do it. And you know, it's not like there's not a grind. It's not like that. I still don't have to sit down and actually do the work, but I do it now on my terms and when I want to. And now I feel like I'm giving in a more joyous way. Therefore, I'm receiving phone calls from people telling me that I changed their life. Yes. And also recognizing that that feeling of being devoured. Like, what is it for anyone else? Like, that was your feeling. Like, that was a feeling somewhere in your body. Like, in your chest or in your stomach or in your throat. And allowing yourself to move the energy around that. Like, oh my gosh, take your brain out, set it aside. We'll talk in a minute. Bless my heart. I just feel like I'm giving and giving and giving and I'm not getting anything back. This is what this feels like. Oh, (sighs) and then coming down, relax, breathe, soften around that feeling in your heart. And now you're like, oh, well, this is my work. This is my putting my light out. And of course, there's going to be leeches and suckers that want more and more and more. But what my job is, is to shake it off and literally shine bright. And do that thing that I'm not going to stop doing it, even though I have, I mean, because it's just the energy that someone's taking from me. And now I'm built and and more and more I've released that lower energy so that it's mine to inspire me for that creativity and that action that's going to get me where I want to go. And it's easier action. It feels better. It feels lighter. It feels more exciting. And just you are easier and in the flow of your life rather than feeling stuck or behind or forced into something that people aren't valuing. God bless us, everyone. In the kinds of jobs that we do where, you know, you need clients, you, you need, you have to do Mm -hmm. some sort of advertising or networking or whatever. And, and I think we've all done networking groups that, you know, felt, sleazy or like life sucking. It's not a fit. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, I'm in here with insurance salesmen and whatever. This isn't, this isn't my tribe. And so, you know, by shifting to this other idea and part of this came out of, you know, my conversations and relationship with Heather, who I, she's my manufacturing partner and she and I have been through all of it together the whole scary, messy roller coaster. And we've come out on the other side, both better people, both with a lot of perspective. And she and I are creating a network 
for us to be able to do this in a more meaningful way across not only the cannabis and, and plant medicine world, but just, you know, the health and wellness world in general, because integration is everything. Like having the tools, the cannabis tool is one thing, but if you don't have the mindset tool or, you know, you, you don't work out or, you know, you don't take care of yourself, like all of those things are important spokes Mm -hmm. in that wheel. And so being able to bring us all together just feels like a no brainer. And she messaged me and she's like, I can barely sleep. I'm so excited about (laughs) this. So I look forward to, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like coming out, but I was like, I I know 30 people in my local community that will want to be a part of this. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, Is there anything, sister, that you think is um, important that we didn't touch on or that's on your heart that you want to share? I think I'm pretty good at spitting my heart out all the time. So I think I've already done that. All right. Well, um, then while you're here, do you want to plug your own business perhaps? Well, I'm a consciousness coach. Uh, My website is crystalmooding.com. You can learn a little bit more about me. Um, I teach people how to find the physical sensation of the emotion in their body and let it go so that you can come to peace and come to clarity in a moment, in a difficult moment, around a situation that's big or small, or it just doesn't even matter. You can come to peace. You can feel clarity in your mind and you can feel relaxed and let whatever's in front of you be better than you thought it was. So that is my mission in life. It is literally why I was born onto this planet at this time is to share this information. So if you're open to that, and if you want that, if you want peace in your life, then I'm so, so happy to connect with you. I am her prize pupil. (laughs) When I meet people locally and they ask me what you do, I do share that I've, you know, was one of the first folks to work with you and look how good I turned (laughs) out. (laughs) I love it. Oh, well, I love you, sister. And if you um, reach out to her at crystalnuding.com, no, that's not an activity. That is her name. (laughs) And, um, but tell her you heard her on Casually Baked, the podcast, and see what kind of friends and family discounts she might offer you. Because those are also part of the friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. All right. And if you are a Lockhart local... Sister, do you have a special offer for Lockhart Locals? I do. I do have super special secret offers for Lockhart Locals. So you reach out and you'll get those as well. All right. Um, Maybe don't DM her on social. (laughs) Who knows if she'll get get back to you. (laughs) I'll try. That's funny. All right. Well, sister, thank you so much for hanging out. And um, thank you all for listening to this not-so-cannabis edition of Casually Baked, the podcast. Still highly important. I love you so much. Thank you. Wonder Twin Powers, activate. Yes, we're here on Earth School to learn lessons. But nobody said it has to feel like a punishing lecture. Let it be fun. 
I hope today's chat inspired you to choose people in your life that light you up, that brighten your spirit, that elevate you in some way, shape, or form, and who also challenge you. I'm telling you, polarity is a plus. So please have people in your circle that don't think like you and that challenge you to see life differently. And as hard as it may seem, don't focus so much right now on what you need. Look out into your community and figure out what you can give. And as soon as you start giving, my friend, you will be ready to receive. And maybe you have some work relationships that haven't panned out the way you thought they were going to when you signed up for them. You've signed contracts and money's been exchanged. And now maybe you feel like you're in a bad marriage that you can't get out of. Look at that relationship. How can you see it differently? How can you find the gift? This is something I've had to practice in several working relationships where I didn't feel like I was receiving the promised value exchange. And I've found that as long as I'm willing to be in truth with that person and speak from a place of loving awareness, and I make space for change and a better outcome that serves both of our highest good, it's going to work. I will not only receive the gift of that partnership, but will inevitably nurture the friendship in the process. That too is the friend economy. If this message today resonated with you, please reach out. I'd love to know your story. And if you're interested in networking, business collaborations, or wellness lifestyle coaching, email your messages, requests, or can of curious questions through the website, or you can always DM me on social. When I'm there, I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, The Weed Tube, and Truth Social. However you decide to support yourself, our community, and this highly responsible cannabis movement, thanks for doing your part to Puff Puff Pass It On. Is a high time. We had a high time together. Casually Baked the Podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Jamie Humiston at PodConnects. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.